All right now, you're listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Bronin, just a fed-up taxpayer, bringing you all of your Texas local and national news. Welcome to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I am Bronin your host. And there has been a lot going on this week. There have been a lot of updates on stories that I've covered on this podcast over the last couple of months. And I'm going to start off with the new $12 billion worth of funding going to Ukraine, courtesy of the United States Senate, Democrats and Republicans. Ukraine has now received since the start of this war that is between Ukraine and Russia, $40 billion from the United States of America. Jackson, Mississippi doesn't have reliable water still. They've had 300 boil water notices over the last few years due to the disgusting, unacceptable, deplorable condition of the water system there. And that is part of the reason why the city is bleeding citizens. People in Jackson, they are fleeing. They are running for their lives. They're going to anywhere else but Jackson because you can't even brush your teeth. You can't even take a shower. You can't even flush your toilet in some cases. And and yet there was $12 billion No problem. Ukraine, you need $12 billion. You need guns. You need weapons. You need drones. Anything that the the Democrats think that if you're a U.S. taxpaying, law-abiding citizen, you should have no access to. You know what? No questions for Ukraine. We will send it right over. We're going to fly it right in. Guns, weapons, drones, killing devices, military equipment, because, you know, we we haven't spent enough on military equipment in the last 20 years between Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria and, and everywhere else over that side of the ocean, have we? I'm going to read to you from the Associated Suppress. This just came out a couple of hours ago. It's September 26th as I'm recording this podcast. More than $12 billion in Ukraine-related aid will be included as part of stopgap spending bill. If you don't know what a stopgap spending bill, that's by design. That would fund the federal government into mid-December, a person familiar with the legislation said Monday. $12 billion more. The funding package, which Congress is set to consider this week, will also provide disaster assistance, including for Jackson, Mississippi, where improvements are needed for the city's water treatment system. Now, it doesn't cite a dollar amount for how much Jackson, Mississippi is going to receive. I'm going to guess that it's going to be less than the amount that Ukraine is going to receive, even though it, it... Jackson, Mississippi probably needs tens of billions of dollars, too, to upgrade the water infrastructure there, as do many cities and municipalities throughout the United States, by the way, probably yours, too, from wherever you're listening from. Also in the package is money to help households afford winter heating and funding to assist Afghans in resettling in the U.S., 
and it will reauthorize user fees that the Food and Drug Administration relies on to fund some of the most critical programs the agency undertakes, such as product safety reviews. And, you know, that, that's another point I'm going to get into in a moment, the product safety reviews. The text of the bill could be released as soon as Monday afternoon ahead of a procedural vote in the Senate on Tuesday evening. The details were provided by a person who was not authorized to discuss the legislation publicly and was granted anonymity. Both chambers of Congress must approve legislation by the end of Friday, which is the end of the fiscal year, to prevent a partial government shutdown. It represents the last bit of unfinished business for lawmakers before the midterm elections in November. Both sides are eager to wrap up and spend time on the campaign trail rather than in Washington, lowering the risk of a federal stoppage. Yeah, I'm sure that your lawmakers, they can't wait to get out and see you on the campaign trail and, and be glad handing at parades and showing up at festivals. I'm sure they'd much rather that than being in their uh, taxpayer-funded apartments and, and condominiums in the Washington, D.C. area. The Biden administration has requested that billions of dollars in emergency funding be attached to the package, including for Ukraine, COVID-19 and other priorities. More COVID scam. There hasn't been enough fraud money dedicated to this issue. The $100 billion worth of PPP loans, that wasn't enough. The, the rest of it making up, what, a trillion dollars? all scam money, all going to one-time reusable plastic used all over medical industries, masks, gloves, all, all of that environment-killing material. So it mentioned in this article that the FDA is going to be given additional funding to conduct product safety uh, testing. And do you know what that kind of reminds me of? I, I read earlier today that as of July 2022, there were something like 1,500 reports of myocarditis or, or symptoms of ba basically an enlarged heart, which you may have heard about, but you may have not, that many young people after taking the second dose of the crap scene, I don't know what dose we're up to now, I know people are getting another round of boosters, but many young boys and young men were experiencing myocarditis or enlarged heart symptoms after getting the second dose of their vaccine. And the lack of curiosity around that issue is really telling. If there is an outbreak of E. coli that hits a couple of people in a grocery store in Arizona, then the lettuce is pulled nationwide from grocery shelves. Can't be sold. We must take every safety precaution. We wouldn't want anybody getting sick. But you have 1,500 young people, or mostly young people, who get an enlarged heart, and your medical and health officials at the U.S. Uh, federal level come out and say, oh, well, you know what? The symptoms cleared up. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. C keep it moving along. There's nothing to see here, folks. If a furniture company sells a bureau or a chest of drawers that falls over on a two-year-old, the company gets sued, the product has to be removed from the shelves, one, one kid, and w whether or not the kid dies. But an experimental crap scene that doesn't work, that 
the Democrats have taken as a symbol of the Church of Covetology, their religion, and that they say they're so thankful for, even though tens of millions of people have contracted COVID multiple times after getting multiple doses of this crap scene that doesn't work. And then they come out with this argument, oh, well, can you imagine if I didn't get the crap scene? I, I might have been on a ventilator. Do you know what you what you might have gotten, what you would have gotten if you were in ninth grade and, and you try to get away with that argument on a an English paper or any kind of an argumentative essay, you would have gotten a D or an F because that is an incredible argument that you can't prove. That's a spurious claim that makes no sense and you wouldn't apply it anywhere else in your life. But this crap scene is still getting billions of dollars worth of funding and it's all over the social media. There's all kinds of ads. You're, you're not allowed to comment on any of those ads, though. You're not allowed to provide a- any feedback. You know, I, what is Pfizer so afraid of? What is Moderna so afraid of? It's it's a miracle, isn't it? Do you remember when the crap scene just last year it was billed as a miracle? It it came straight from God. It it was a divine intervention that was going to save the planet and it, all all of that talk of the miracle has gone away quite strangely in november in dallas the city is going to put out an a ballot initiative asking the citizens to approve a bond that is going to support construction and repairs at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center downtown, which apparently is in disrepair, and about a million dollars per year are needed to keep up with roof leaks. And also, this bond is going to support renovations and construction at Fair Park, which, believe it or not, has some of the largest collection of art deco buildings and art in the world. And it really is a beautiful space, and it absolutely should be treasured and preserved. But you know what? I'm not going to vote for that bond. I'm not going to support that bond. I don't support any bonds ever, especially after I read just moments ago that the United States is going to send another $12 billion to Ukraine for guns and war after untold trillions were just spent in Iraq and Afghanistan and untold billions of dollars worth of military equipment was just left behind in the mad, embarrassing dash to get out of Afghanistan last summer. In addition, the city of Dallas, as I mentioned, has also approved a very, very minuscule property tax cut that most of us aren't even going to notice. But again, just more evidence that there is plenty of money swimming around Dallas, swimming around uh, Ukraine. And as I've mentioned before, it is record, 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 record taxes every year since the recession. There is record taxes every quarter. Even with the allegedly depleted IRS or or now billions of dollars more have been approved by the Biden administration to beef up the IRS to to go after you, 
the the middle and working classes largely. With COVID and with Ukraine, there is there's no budget. There is no limit. There is no such thing as no or never. Whenever COVID fraud or Ukraine need any money, it can be printed up out of thin air. It can be produced readily. And and then you you have news outlets who have the audacity to ask you to support a bond for a building in our downtown that has fallen into disrepair, even though there's plenty of money to fix it. That's the point that I try to make all the time. There, there's always plenty of money for the things that we actually need. It's just that there's so much distraction and adulation around phony causes, namely COVID and Ukraine, and, and these distractions that are designed to take your mind away from reality. I know that if you go on the internet, the bleeding heart phony liberals are trying to push that all of these hospitals or all of these cities are still producing three or 400 COVID deaths per day. Of course, they neglect to provide any information along with any of these patient cases, whether they have been diabetic for a long time, whether they have heart disease for a long time, whether they have any chronic illnesses. And, and if you bring up any chronic illnesses, or if you bring up the fact that the person may not have gone for a 15 minute walk in the last five years, or that the person doesn't eat any vegetables or anything like that, if you bring up anything like that, then you're a meanie and and you're the devil and you're you're just not allowed to broach any of those topics at all you're still expected when the word covid is dropped you are supposed to just oh bow down you are supposed to demonstrate reverence you're not allowed to have any questions that is just the period at the end of the sentence the covid but this same government and, and the lackeys out there, the liberals defending this spending for Ukraine, for war, for guns, and for COVID phony hoax nonsense, they expect you to believe that trillions of dollars can be allocated to those two causes alone, but that it's unrealistic for you to expect if if you're a resident of Jackson, Mississippi, that you should you shouldn't have water, even though this problem has been going on for decades. Benny Thompson, the longtime congressman who represents Jackson, Mississippi, whose district was carved out especially for an African American to represent a majority, vast majority African American district. That was carved out especially for him in order to right the injustices that have occurred in that state and particularly in that area for for generations. And Benny Thompson doesn't care about the, the water crisis in Mississippi. He has uh, turned up his nose at it. He's been too busy uh, basking in his glory, in, in the, the legend in his mind, chairing the January 6th committee, which you haven't heard too much from the January 6th committee lately, have you? Ever since Liz Cheney had her embarrassing defeat. And and they were so arrogant on that committee that 
Benny Thompson, he was probably telling her, oh, I'm, I'm sure that the state of Wyoming is going to flip Democrat for you. All, all of the hardcore Republican voters, they, are, they just love you so much, Liz, that they are going to flip their party affiliation and they're going to support you. They're going to bolster you right into the White House. Benny Thompson, he hasn't done a thing for Jackson, Mississippi for 30 years that he has been in that seat. The water system has been crumbling. But you know what? He doesn't live in Jackson, Mississippi. He, he doesn't live in Mississippi. He lives in Washington, D.C., doesn't he? And he, like so many other of your elected officials, they expect you to believe that there's no money for water, that there is no money and nothing can be done to make heating your home or cooling your home affordable. There's there's nothing that can be done about inflated gas prices. There's nothing that can be done about the leaks that are plaguing the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center or the decrepit nature of Fair Park in Dallas. Nothing can be done about that in, unless they can shake down the taxpayers for more. But Ukraine or COVID, there is an endless supply. There are no questions asked. You don't need to say another word. The billions of dollars can always be found for those kinds of causes. So when you go into the polls, the few of you out there who are going to actually vote in a non-presidential election year in Dallas County, do not vote to approve that bond for the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center or Fair Park. You can tell your officials and you can tell Clay Jenkins, you can tell your city councilors and you can tell the mayor, there's plenty of money. Dallas County is one of the richest, most property rich counties in the United States, in the world. There's plenty of money here already. Do with it what you will, City of Dallas. You know what? You are expected to tighten up your belt. If you are having some tough times in your household, you're expected to cut back on your grocery bill to buy cheaper foods or alternative foods or use less uh, heating oil or use less electricity or drive less. You're expected to cut back. You're expected to pull a rabbit out of the hat. Well, you know what? Flip that around. Your officials, they can pull a rabbit out of the hat too, don't you know? I'm Bronin. Thank you for listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'll catch you on the next episode.